Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Money and me on your money. Only on Money FM 89.3. Hi, you're with me, Shazad Haq. A very good morning to you on Your Money, Money FM 89.3, sitting in for Michelle Martin for the next couple of weeks. Now, the Investment Management Association of Singapore have launched their latest module, Sustainable Investing and MAS Guidelines on Environmental Risk Management. Launched on their online portal, iLearn, it covers topics ranging from factors driving sustainable investment, ways to practice sustainable investing, as well as the challenges of ESG, or environmental, social and governance adoption in Asia. Uh, IMAS uh, represents over 100 investment managers with assets under management in Singapore of more than 1.3 trillion Singapore dollars and seeks to set the benchmark for the investment and fund management industry in Singapore. Uh, We speak to Carmen Wee, CEO of IMAS, for more. Carmen, a very good morning to you. Welcome to the show. Hi, good morning, Shazat. Thanks for having me on the show. Great to get your insights on this because I think this is obviously uh, becoming uh, more and more uh, in trend, isn't it? The social, this investing, sustainable investing. Perhaps you can give us an overview before we get into the nuts and bolts of ESG. Sure. So in the context of investment management, ESG, which stands for Environmental, Social and Governance, are a set of criteria, standards against which investors use to screen potential investments. So environmental criteria considers how a company performs as a steward of nature, for instance, considering things like climate change, etc., that you've been hearing so much of in the news. Social criteria examines how it manages relationships with employees, suppliers, customers, communities, you know, uh, human rights, etc., those sorts of criteria. Governance deals with a company's leadership, executive pay, audits, internal control, shareholder rights, etc. So, in fact, you know, none of these are new, but um, increasingly it's uh, coming to the fore of investors' mindset. Yeah, I mean, yeah, as you say, that's really coming uh, into the fore. People are really taking that into account. And so now you've got this uh, ESG module. Um, how will that benefit uh, benefit uh, asset managers? Sure. Well, this is the training um, the fund managers on uh, ESG standards is not new at IMAS. Since 2017, before this has become really, really popular, we've been holding lots of different masterclasses and bringing these topics to the forefront to fund managers to prepare them mm-hmm. for the inevitable day that will come, and indeed it has. <laughs> yes. So so then with this ESG module, it <clears throat> really is just an e-learning module uh, that was introduced, um, you know, as we pivot to to meet the challenges of COVID to ensure that our fund managers continue to be able to upskill and reskill themselves, you know, during these difficult times, you can't meet face to face. And it provides, it's really, I think, the the only course that is there out, out there right now right. that focuses on the newly uh, issued MAS guidelines on environmental risk management. This set of guidelines was introduced in December 2020, and uh, IMAS actually co-drafted this yeah. We took the initiative to put together this module to help this industry better understand, right, what are these sustainable investing and internalizing these guidelines, along with case studies 
to showcase application examples, for instance, because there are lots of examples that's happening in Europe, but how do we contextualize this to Asia, right? Which is a fairly different environment. Yeah. So it's the course that, uh, uh, that provides these details on our regulations here in Singapore and serves as a, a, a great introduction to anybody who is interested in uh, sustainable investing and what are the key driving factors. Yeah, very good. It's uh, very specific to the, the Singapore and, and uh, regional environment. That's that's great. And uh, what are some of the fund firms involved in the IMAS Environmental Risk Management Working Group that supported uh, the, the development of this ESG model? Right. Um, sure. So we we actually incorporated, um, you know, a, a lot of different fund houses, including uh, global fund houses as well as local fund houses, fund houses that have specific businesses with high net worth because we want to cover mm-hmm. the entire industry. So houses that are involved in this include uh, players like BNP, Playback, Asset Manage, FIL, you know, full local Asian as well as businesses with high net worth and shoulders. Okay, some uh, big names there involved. Sorry, the line is just uh, a little crackling at the moment. Uh, do bear with us, our listeners. Um, what about the take-up of this module so far? How's that gone? Um, exceedingly healthy. We were actually really surprised at how, how, how um, lots of people are interested in this module since the launch end of April, early May. We have trained more than 500 investment professionals now, and it's not just asset managers who are taking these modules, but uh, also family offices, insurance firms, and banks, which is really interesting to us because you can really see, right, with family offices, the millennial investors are getting increasingly concerned about impact investing Mm. and see that they're really trying to learn uh, insurance, obviously, which is also they have their own investment arm. So in a way, this is very relevant to them as well. And banks would do business with the asset management community. So that's really interesting. Yeah, very encouraging that you, you're saying that the take up is, is uh, you know, going on the up. And do you have any figures on, on the, the number of uh, Singapore funds industry professionals already with ESG training? Um, well, not hard and fast figures per se, but we know that many of our partner firms actually have their own internal training. On top of that, as I mentioned earlier, we have been holding training in the form of masterclasses, uh, as well as um, lots and lots of different events. Uh, for instance, just a couple of months ago, uh, we held our our IMAS um, annual investment conference, uh, which is co-hosted by Bloomberg and almost a thousand uh, investors actually attended this. Um, on top of that, you know, over the past couple of years, I'm sure well over a couple of thousand uh, uh, fund managers have been have undergone training. So this should be a topic that they should be increasingly familiar with. So that that's on one side of it. What about on the other side of the equation? What about investors themselves? Are they getting more and more interested in sustainable investing? Oh, definitely, right? Um, you know, um, the future of capital is definitely increasingly green. There is growing recognition that climate change is a global priority. Um, we have definitely seen an uh, additional growing evidence that ESG can reduce portfolio exposure to systemic risk mm-hmm. and improve resilience to market shocks. Um, 
you know, our pension funds and our sovereign wealth funds have definitely recognized that fact, you know, and uh, started uh, giving out mandates that is, you know, focused on sustainable investing. And of course, um, as I mentioned earlier, changing investor preferences, right? As the millennial generations are increasingly concerned about how their wealth is being used and how it can have a positive impact on the environment and our society. You mentioned millennial investors there. What about going in the other end, the baby boomers, the Gen X, the Gen Z? Is there a bit of resistance perhaps or, or maybe a lack of understanding? They still uh, like the old-fashioned way of investing. And how, do you, how does one then persuade them to get into it? Right. Okay. You know, it's very interesting. We recently held an investment manager's outlook survey. Yeah. And obviously, uh, most of these uh, uh, investment managers... Um, the experienced ones we surveyed, the heads, they would be in, you know, the range of age groups 40s and even in the 50s. 86% of these respondents indicated that ESG investments would be a significant business driver over the past, over the next three years. Great. And then there's also a lot of education, right? So yep. you need to bring that information to the general public as well. I mean, some managers can launch lots and lots of ESG funds, but at the end of the day, um, the investing public needs to take them up. So IMAS is bringing that information to the marketplace as well through uh, a new uh, uh, activity or, or you know, a, a new launch of this website that mm-hmm. we are going to be introducing in July, um, Fund Singapore. This is like a single source of truth where it's a national funds data platform where we, we keep all of the 9,000 funds that are available for distribution in Singapore at one source, you know, uh, covers uh, the risk returns. This is something that is an initiative that is not just by IMAS, but also the Life Insurance Association of Singapore right. and you know, done in conjunction with EPF. And in there, we've created a new thing. It's an ESG profiler. Right, where where um, um, investors could capture your own profile, how much of a climate change agent you are, what are your ESG preferences, wow. um, how do you value impact over returns, uh, does it really matter? And within that that platform in Fund Singapore, there would it, it would contain ESG ratings of the individual funds, you know, negative selection, positive selection, and and it would help people understand. You know, what really yeah. uh, is the carbon footprint if you should invest in this particular thing? You know, how much uh, uh, of, of the fund holds coal investments or, you know, negative mm. practices? Yeah. So so as you increasingly bring this education, this information to the marketplace, I think people will understand that we're all stewards of the environment and we all have to together play a part. Yeah, absolutely. Well said. I mean, I think this is going to be an eye-opener for many who may not be as familiar uh, once they get to find out a little bit more about uh, ESG and sustainable investing. Um, What other ESG or sustainable investing topics is IMAS looking to cover for future ESG models, uh, modules? Oh, well, (laughs) you know, honestly, this is a huge topic. It encompasses, you know, regulations, investments, it encompasses uh, uh, impacts, etc. And even, you know, marketing, like relationship managers, financial advisors, how do you position these Mm. um, to the end investors instead of a product push? Because it really is not a product, it's a way of life. So we, we, we are, you know, holding... Um, education in a series of uh, modules as well as webinars. So we will be holding uh, 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 a webinar on discussing the 
EU Sustainable Finance Disclosure Regulations, SFDR, which is a big thing, and the implications of asset managers here because we do not work in a vacuum. And then we would have uh, a lot of uh, different asset class series of training, equities, fixed income, private assets, etc., um, introduction to impact investing, disclosures, um, you know, I, IMAS is actually the vice chair of the capabilities and training uh, subgroup of the uh-huh. newly formed uh, SFIG, Singapore Funds Industry Group. Right. Uh, the MAS is pushed out, so we take care of the capabilities and training. So we would definitely be looking to incorporate lots and lots of ESG training. <laughs> and of course, we sit on the Green Finance Initiative Task Force as well. So yeah, publishing that, that handbook, you know, a couple of months ago and so... Definitely a lot of initiatives. So, yeah. Very heartening to uh, hear all of that. And, of course, that, uh, you know, sustainable investing is on the up and up. The take-up numbers are good, and that can only lead to good things. Um, We've been speaking to Carmen Wee, CEO of uh, the... Uh, Investment Management Association of Singapore, or IMAS, uh, who've launched their latest module, Sustainable Investing and MAS Guidelines on Environmental Risk Management. Uh, Carmen, that was really informative. Thank you so much uh, for your time. Really enjoyed that. Uh, We'll talk to you again soon, I'm sure. All right. Thank you so much, Shazak, for having me. Cheers. Before acting on the information on MoneyFM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.